0: The deal is this. Tell you when I was a kid, that read Dropper on Turned Wells and All This Tell you when I was a kid, I read Dropper and Turned Wells and All his Real, <laughs> They real, real, real. But I'm pissed. am pissed. Okay, by the time we finish this, you're all going to be practicing magician. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I talk about all things X-Men. This is it, Gary. Are you ready to finish yep. Finish the fight? I think that's what we say. I am ready. <laughs> is that what we call it? <laughs> ready to,
1: I'm ready to finish the fight. Finish the fight. Uh, finish the fight. Uh, this is the last episode of this kind of bundle. And the next time will be the final bundle of episodes yes. of issues for this, mm-hmm. um, of this arc. Then we'll do our wrap up and then it's time for Apocalypse. Um, yeah. And we are on to this final arc. Here comes tomorrow. Um, part one of four, which, you know, I could have been a five issue arc uh and would have had a little bit more space to breathe
0: i feel like it did it could use another issue like it, some of this stuff was uh, a little bit better explained or just a little bit more lived in um because they're yes they're throwing concepts and and characters that you so rapid fire some of them look like characters that you've seen before but like we're 150 years in the future so it's very confusing if these characters could be the same or if they are different and then way after you see them appear the first time you learn like oh this is beak's great grandchild. this isn't beak uh like so mm-hmm. like it, it, there's a lot of stuff like that that i think if you're reading through it the first time it, it would be very difficult to understand what what the fuck is happening um i can't imagine like reading this monthly <laughs> like waiting no. waiting for the pool waiting for my pool sheet at my, at my local comic book shop and being like okay i gotta read the last issue before i read this one because i don't remember what the fuck happened that was 30 days ago um, it's dense it's extremely dense like this, uh,
1: yeah this shit is dense so we're, we're this is you know podcast is service yes. uh, we're, we're gonna unpack this stuff Um, before we get into that, we should talk about the new artists.
0: Um,
1: so Mark Silvestri is the artist for these last four issues. I don't think he is to either of our tastes really. Um, and I think the reason why this artist was chosen for this, you know, we talked about before about how Grant Morrison kind of does like a lot of stock X-Men stories, you know, like here's, here's the school stuff. Here's the Magneto stuff. Here's the, uh, you know, here's the future stuff. Here's the, um, you know, various things, uh, like that. Here's the space. She stuff. stuff. Um, this is kind of a classic X-Men thing, the dark future. And he chose an artist that is very nineties X-Men
0: yeah. for it.
1: Um, he just happens to be one. I don't like very much.
0: I, um I don't really have a problem with him. I think for the, for the setting, it works really, really well. Um, mm-hmm. Like I didn't, we, we've caught out a lot of like bad art throughout this entire run. Um, I don't think that it gets anywhere to those depths that we we've seen before. So I'm, I'm actually I'm actually pretty okay with with (laughs) the style here. Like I I think it works really really well. Especially as if as soon as you go into like there's a couple of things here. And I don't know if he did this or not, but um like the the cemetery stuff with Scott and Emma look fucking awful. Uh, but a lot of the action that's one of the worst Emmas, dude. That is (laughs) like that got to be the worst. Her boobs
1: are vying for position. It's like both her boobs are trying to get into a store before it closes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like, the left boob is like i need the toilet paper and the right boobs like we need milk more than toilet paper <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um
1: yeah. but there's one of them in front of the other like they're not uh you know which I understand happens all boobs are different the um, um
0: you, you mentioned this being extremely yeah. dense and uh, i think that's kind of like represented pretty clearly by the cover uh which is like a classic like wolverine wearing jeans with some, like this you know his old yellow uh Latex uniform on, but like the sleeves are torn off. He's got a cowboy hat on. But in the background is like every world, like landmark, like Uncle Ben and um, uh, the Eiffel <laughs> big Tower. Ben? Big ben. Not- <laughs> Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben, Uncle ben the tower. Yes. <laughs> 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 big Ben and um, our, our big
1: cultural monument, Aunt Jemima. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you see man you make that joke there's a restaurant outside of natchez mississippi that is in the shape of aunt jemima like no Wait, no lie like a up. giant statue of aunt jemima uh, like not even a statue like a building that's in that shape that you can go into and buy pancakes it's fucking ridiculous
1: Oh. like we found her lair yeah i'll see if i could find it and send you
0: pictures of it i know i have pictures of it somewhere <laughs> so.
1: that's amazing um yeah, he's uh he's he's going through the, this is pretty wild if you start examining the background.
0: Yes. Uh, weird tentacle stuff, um, like going out of the White House like it's fucking crazy.
1: Yep. Um and we start kind of right away introduced to a new character, which I think is another reason why people get put off this arc, and I totally get it, because our point of view character, you know, is not the not an X-Man. Yeah. Traditionally. Um we are, you know, it says the here and now, and we're introduced to this new character, Tom Skylark uh who is being chased by a
0: bunch of uh night crawlers. Yeah. Uh who he calls crawlers. Also, Tom Skylark? Like with, did, did, yeah. did Bewick have like a ad marketing kind of fund or something? <laughs> like can you did Bewick yeah. go to like Marvel and be like, can you get a Skylark in there somewhere? And they're like, no, but we can name a guy that and they're like, fucking hey, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> Just Tom Ron Morrison's like
1: Skylark. Oh i did it for money. Yeah. Um the uh and we were immediately put off balance. Like, we don't know who this guy is. We don't know why there are multiple Nightcrawlers. We don't know why they're chasing him and they're evil.
0: Yes um they kind of corner him they surround him and uh the the crawlers don't speak much but they do say stuff like boo or fear or things like that um he's surrounded and then he immediately calls for his uh his quote big mate uh who is named rover and rover is a first generation like classic purple sentinel uh who shows up says destroy and then immediately destroys all of the crawlers uh there were five but we only see four get kind of disintegrated and that's going to be important just in just a few pages.
1: Yeah. And, and he notices this as well, this isn't just an audience hint, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're here to meet somebody. Um, he's like, we can't stay out here a minute longer. The beast knows this place like the back of his hand. And we see that they're in the ruins of the Xavier Institute.
0: Yes. You know? So is this the beast that's our beast? Is it, is it what, what, what beast is this? Uh, but we don't really mm-hmm. have time to think about it because Eva shows up. Uh, Eva, yes. you know, is classically phantom X's external <laughs> nervous system or whatever mm-hmm. um and she has decided to make herself appear as a super sexy hot lady because it, yeah he,
1: eva developed horniness during this mm-hmm. there's there's some weird flirting that happens between them
0: dude that that, that i think is the weirdest fucking strange. thing yeah i don't know what like in an arc that has four issues like can we can we not have the yeah. weird like I, and, and, like, the stuff that it does with Rover, like, it's just really fucking weird all around. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> the, the horny subplot I have a real problem with in this. And, like, usually that's my problem with horny subplots. Like, why why these characters are horny. Because it's like, well, we, you know, New York's on fire. Like, we have a plot to get to. You know, like, I don't... You know, it's like we said in the, the issue on the space station. Like, I don't feel like dying, like, you know, fucking when I'm, it's 130 degrees, I'm going into the sun. Like, why do these people feel like fucking when the world is ending? You know, and I understand that there is a real thing like you know people when they're aware of their own mortality they fuck but we're not seeing them in like the moments when they sleep and stuff we're seeing them walking around talking about important stuff and uh just the idea that this nervous system developed like hornicules and stuff just it, it does not does not work for me as a thing. Well, and like you know, which s- surprise nobody because not my thing.
0: When they when they first yeah. meet, uh she says you must be time Skylark. Or Skylark and he says, "Oh, I generally refer to be I want to be referred to as uh Rover and I like me and my partner. Um and then he's like, "But you know, I'm very good with machines." Uh and and she responds uh to say like, you know, the th- stuff that happened with me and Phantom X, I haven't seen him long ago, but now I am alone and I'm like, Yeah what what are she, we
1: she's even horny for Rover. She's like, Oh, he seems to be a first generation sentinel, one of my ancestors. Such a strong machine.
0: This is like a like, is is she played she by a, is she played by Shannon Tweed? Are we in a Skidemax movie yeah. right now? Like, <laughs> like
1: And and she's played as a bunch of horny silver gunk. Like she's liquid silver boobs. Uh generally. And it's just it's weird. Like it's pretty off I don't care for it. Yeah. Um, you know the lore stuff of this arc, I'm way into, like which we'll get to. But the character stuff, I think, is where like a lot of uh, off yes, happens.
0: Um, so Rover is uh basically um Tom's like best friend slash partner. Um, but yeah. Rover can only really vocalize the word destroy, which we're going to, we're going to see several times. Um, and he has saved Tom's life many, many times. We're going to find out like much, much later that he like saved him as a child and like brought him food and stuff. So like mm-hmm. there's a extra special connection between the two of these, but I almost there's a big people. boy and his robot. Yeah. 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 James robot and the robot. giant peach kind of situation. It, right exactly. Here. I mean, I've never seen yeah. that. I'm assuming yeah. that the peach get, like, gets yeah. dies <laughs> in, the, in the end or something. So
1: fairly certain you mean the iron giant, but, but same death. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's the same. So, it's
0: the same movie, right? I've never seen either one of them. I'm assuming it's the same movie. <laughs> it's the same. Very blend. similar.
1: Yeah. Um. So uh, they have the Phoenix egg. Mm-hmm. That's that's their whole thing. He's like, you know, the proud people found it on the moon. You know, she's like, is this real? Uh, and he's like, of course it's real. If it wasn't real, do you think Beast would try be trying to get it? You know, let's head back to the institute. Uh, she turns into a ship. Um, he jumps on a rover, and they fly away
0: yes and he just says destroy um they they arrive in Manh- manhattan which is now a crater um and eva explains that they're trying to preserve the achievements of the past before they're all used up as fuel or compost and that's why all of these like landmarks are here in this manhattan crater um and we mm-hmm. like like we said on the cover we have big ben and the leaning T- tower of pisa like all of these other things i know i said big ben again mm-hmm. i just doing it on purpose this time um it's it, okay well no big ben is correct Oh shit. Uncle Ben is the goddamn. He
1: did it on purpose because of the wrong Uncle Ben is a kind of rice. Um <laughs> Big Ben is a huge
0: And it's also a plot device. Like we can say that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's,
1: it's true. Um so they they say here, you know, the reasons for you know, EVA says like we figured an interspecies group of X Men might be the only way forward. The Xavier creed is stress integration. Um, you know, so we're recruiting you as a human, and he's like, never mind integration, I want revenge. Like the proud people all die. Because of that thing, like if the X Men can take down the Beast, I want it.
0: Yes, uh, and then we go to Transatlantis, uh, where somebody is yes. talking about God abandoning his uh, failed experiment on Earth. Uh, now is the time of blasphemous creation, where man once walked, new monstrosities thrive. His ruined cities, they are breeding grounds. Um, and this is Beast, and Beast' whole thing is creating these weird genetic creatures. Um, and even though he's got a belt that kind of looks like Apocalypse's belt, Apocalypse has nothing to do with this. Um, yeah, he
1: says it. He says, prepare to die in this apocalypse. And Apocalypse is capitalized. Huge mistake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like, they should. you know, I know Apocalypse doesn't just mean big purple A-belt mm-hmm. guy. But when we were doing A Dark Future, like, have, you know, this, this is a, a real irritating red herring. Yes. Um, uh, you know, to do that.
0: And it, it must have been super irritating for them, too, because I think it's in the letter page of the next issue. Yes. Like, they straight up say, the Apocalypse has nothing to do with
1: this. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're worried that he does, you know. Yeah. Um, and basically, what he's been doing is he's creating these super soldiers, using Nightcrawler's body as the basis, and then coding traits onto them. Um, you know, he can he can put different mutant traits onto this thing and create these these super soldiers, basically. Yes. These monstrosities. Um, they call them a uh, chimera
0: chimera. Yeah. Over at the Institute, uh, Eva is explaining that the beast is uh, continually attacking their compound. Um, and he's using, he has stolen the entire mutant gene base so that he can code and splice directly from that. Um, but they have a security shield that he can't get through until of course, the fifth nightcrawler from the beginning of the page uh, is revealed to be inside of Rover, the Sentinel, um, which is a mm-hmm. super bummer for everybody.
1: <clears throat> yep. Um, it starts multiplying. They're like, oh, they couldn't teleport through the shield. No, but it, it, this one got, oh no, it's duplicating itself. And they, they, she scans it, scans its DNA and it has Cyclops and multiple man codes. So it can multiply and it can shoot eye lasers. Super cool. Um, yeah. Super cool. Uh, time sky, Tom Skylark says, you know, Rover protect. And it, uh, you know, he puts his hands around and protects them from lasers and then destroy and he spreads his hands and destroys a bunch of the uh, colors, but there's just hundreds of
0: them. Yeah. And super fast too. Like this is, and this is really, really good. Tom Skylark sounds like a character that's on fucking breaking bad. I swear to God, I can't get it out of my head. I don't know why. (laughs) I guess it's a Skylar thing. Maybe I'm thinking of, I don't know, but Tom Skylar, Jesus yeah. Christ yeah. um <laughs> Eva turns into turns her hands into like weird gun machines and starts like mowing people down uh, and then she calls for an X-men emergency and that's where beak shows up but beak looks a lot different um, no longer yep. a bag of chicken bones and some feathers he's got like full wings he's all muscled up like he's been at the gym and he's carrying a wooden basal bat bab- bab- not a metal bat. Bab- yes
1: And he starts beating the crap out of people's heads. He says, uh, he grabs one of them and says, charm on monster, which is again is, you know, I guess like instance three and grant Morrison trying to come up with new slang. Yeah you know uh, just uh, not good total zeitgeist
0: Turn um, on, monster unfortunately they, they can't stop the crawlers from taking down rover and then uh releasing the egg on its back and then teleporting away from it so like no sooner yeah. did the good guys have the eggs was it stolen away from them and uh back to the beast um and of course like these crawlers are like is good are clever and they're like you are what i made you to be like if you if you did anything right yeah. it's because i made you that way motherfucker and i, yeah. I think that's a really good villain moment to me
1: I love the idea that they're like, they seem really subhuman, but they're still kind of like looking for approval. Kind of like dogs. Yeah. Yeah. East good are clever. Yeah. You know, like we did good job and he's just like, shut up, you know, uh, it does not matter. And he very specifically says, Oh my sweet gene. When he has the egg. Yeah. You know, this is, this is greater than gold, more deadly than bombs. Like getting this egg is a real big deal. Um, we cut over to the, uh, Stepford cuckoos, you know, who are talking to, uh, you know, Tom Skylark, you know, your arrival may have come too late, Wayfarer. You know, our hope was taken from us, that immense power. The dread potential now lies in the hands of the beast. You know, uh, in our dreams, we've seen a dark age. Um, You know, basically, you know, seen worse than all these, a terrible flaw at the heart of all things. Uh, which is going to be important.
0: So, as I was reading this today, and again, right towards the end, so we could, I could kind of figure, I could have the context for the ending as we were talking about this. The one thing that I couldn't really get over... um. Like, are these the Stepford Cuckoos? Are these the ones that we know it from the early 2000s? Because, like, they look the same, and they're calling themselves the three-in-one, but, like, they were teenagers then, and now we're 150 years later. Like, Logan is going to be here in a second. It makes sense for him to be 150 years old. But, like, how? who are these Stepford Cuckoos? Are these the same, or were they, like, created? Because at some point they mentioned, like, they created them in the world or something, but that could also be Cerebra, which is now a person. Like, this is going to get real confusing for me, so.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean I I'm, I I think that they are the the original ones because they're they're weapon 12 or something. Okay. Yeah, you know, they're weapon 13 or weapon 14. I can't remember which weapon they are. But I, I would imagine them being immortal because they're super sentinels. I just I, you know, they're they're the same thing as Phantom X and Wolverine
0: and uh, weapon 15 and stuff. I just thought that that was they were when that when that comes up of like I created you or whatever. Um and we'll talk about it when we get there. i, th- I really thought it was Cerebra for some reason, but let, we'll we'll figure that out later.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, well it, this I think that it's been on that they're one of the weapons. Um, I think that that comes up later as well. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, even if it doesn't come up here, like I'm pretty sure, like I'd have to look at the wiki, but I'm 90% sure. Yeah. Let's the Cuckoos
0: are one of the weapons. Let's not become the wiki podcast though. We don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: have to read that's not us. Um, and we, we, you know, she's like, how can this happen so quickly? And then Wolverine answers like nobody thought Rome could fall either. Yeah. You know, they had a postal service. I uh, could do 170 miles in a day. They had plumbing. Women were free. You know, they span the world. And within a few hundred years, it was all debris and lice. And then it's revealed this is Wolverine.
0: Yes. Um, Shortly after we see Wolverine, Cassandra Nova shows up and um, says, you know, I've been studying all this weird behavior pattern. Something has gone fundamentally wrong. Um, And he calls her Mrs. X, where the cut set for Cuckoo says, a little respect for our headmistress, please. Uh, This is Cassandra Nova Xavier. And she says Mm -hmm. that their universe has been broken and there's no one left to put it right but them. Um, And we go to a splash page that says 150 years earlier with Scott in a in a very busy, extremely busy cemetery. Bloodborne. <laughs> but,
1: Father, G- Father Gascoigne is going to jump over this hill like any second. Yeah,
0: I'm going to get <laughs> stun locked because I can't get around Gene Gray's fucking tomb. <laughs> tombstone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they keep clipping into green Jean Gray's uh, tombstone. I
0: heard if you stand next to Xavier's, though, you can just get a bunch of free shots off. It's a real easy way to cheese him.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. You can, you can cheese the grief. Uh, yeah, grief percent um he's looking at that they're looking at her uh, tombstone i love it like Jean gray summers she will rise again like what kind of fucked up thing is that to put on somebody's <laughs> grave
0: man like
1: i'm gonna sh- put it on my fucking grave dude and scare passersby. by I mean, like it's, I, dude, I want
0: it's not gonna scare a single a- solitary soul man what are you doing what what kind of fucking no. bleeding edge like are you gonna tattoo the word fear on your knuckles next gary jesus christ yes <laughs>
1: scrimshaw because i'll be a skeleton
0: but like <laughs> if
1: you were just going through a, sca- a graveyard on your way to visit grandpa or whatever and you saw a thing that had like somebody maybe with a scarier name than me, you know, because <laughs> Scary Butterfield doesn't sound that scary, but it was like, he will rise again. And very nice. I'd be like, whoa, <laughs> I know I'd be scared, but I'd be pretty
0: into it. Yeah. Like Reginald McMaster's the fourth. He will rise again. Exactly. Like, what the fuck is that dude yeah. doing? <laughs> why,
1: yeah. I would why? be like, oh, it's lit. cool. Like if it was Gary Butterfield, though, I got one of those real dorky names. You can't have butter in your name and not have it. And is it NBF that guy? Dude. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm fucked for sounding cool. Like I will never, never sound cool in my entire life. Um, but the, uh, I sound like a Tim and Eric name, but if I had a cooler name, if I was named like, you know, Maximum Riker or something like that, sure, I could, uh, you know, <laughs> be way better.
0: Maximum Riker. Isn't That's <laughs> definitely what I, I think you should just change your name now. Like, don't worry about the SEO or any of that, like previous stuff. Just change the name. I'm Cole Ross. I'm Maximum Riker. And this is watch <laughs> like out for firewalls. <laughs>
1: I looked into changing my name because my dad, uh, that's my identity a bunch because I'm a junior. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it's too much of a pain in the ass and it's expensive.
0: It's super expensive and it's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. I, I, I did know that. I was so. going to ch-
1: change my last name just to feel. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't do
0: it. Why okay. well, I feel? I mean, I, I know it's butter field, but like, why not butter? <laughs>
1: oh <laughs> do we need to go through the whole bit
0: <laughs> have you already done you this know? with cole at, at some point probably sorry how <laughs> no,
1: yeah and probably no i just mean like not the <laughs> jeremy i don't mean the whole bit like then i meant the whole bit like one minute ago when i was just saying how I, my name has butter in it. it doesn't sound cool oh i know but i mean uh, I,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Field. field anything can happen in a field. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: field if, if uh. you say so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Scott is here when somebody says from the background, um, this will only be the third or fourth time you've had to bear your like, uh, you know, it must be getting rather tedious and it's revealed to have to be Emma Frost looking like somebody literally traced a porno stars face on to this i don't know what's happening here man like this looks bad look at
1: her arm yeah like does she have where's her elbow i defy it looks like she has like a like a very short arm that is like a little tentacle yeah dude this is one of the worst drawings in this run
0: and it's you know um, what's weird is like we haven't really talked about the art in the comic in general and i thought it's been really creepy and good like all of the line work and stuff is really interesting even the bloodborne ass cemetery like i'm kind of into like it looks cool and then you get to this and it's like what the fuck happened like did they not yeah. draw this like what is what is going on
1: he can only draw a sexy robot, like liquid robot women. I guess so, man. Regular women, yeah. Um, so she's teasing him, like, this must be getting tedious, Scott, these reruns of your grief. And he's like, that's not funny. And she's like, yeah, it is. Uh, and he basically says, no, like, you know, this last year, what Zorn did to us, you know, my eyes were opened. It doesn't matter what the X-Men do. They're always going to want to kill us. Um, You know, this. Well, this is my life now. And, he, you know, he's basically, you know, giving up hope. She's like, what what difference? What are you talking about? Let's reopen the school. Like we can change the world, you and I. We'll be great teachers. We'll inspire students to greatness. You know, imagine what we can do for each other. Don't you want to inherit the earth inherit the earth? And Scott says, No, you can find someone else. I quit and walks away. Um, this is that fracture. This is the universe breaking. You know, is Scott Summers giving up.
0: Yes. Um and that's the end of the issue, uh, and mm-hmm. this, this is going to be kind of the foundation for everything that goes forward in the next three issues, um, even though shit is going to get super fucking crazy. <laughs> like, it's going to get yeah. a little wild out there. I'm looking
1: forward to the wildness. Um, so we'll do the next uh, couple issues then the, uh, just like a brief, like just a summary of what happens in the final two issues that uh, Chuck Austin wrote that are bad, Oof. Uh, but are technically still, it, it. turned it's so fucking night and day. Dude like as soon as you read it it's like oh this is what shitty soap opera x-men is
0: yes absolutely like, yeah um and even though they're like there's a couple of lines in that i like um because i've read them mm-hmm. today too because but the goddamn is the art some of the worst stuff that we've ever had to talk about on this show they,
1: Man, beast looks incredible and in that Salvador LaRocca draws beast like a fucking maniac like he looks like a cart like a disney cartoon
0: <laughs> it's over the top dude the little, the little yeah. robot thing that they fight in the danger room like what is going on with that
1: it's super dumb. It's like, a like con- what a horrible.
0: Comic. It's like a Contra three <laughs> villain that somewhat like some 12 year old <laughs> tried to co- draw the other yeah. side of, it was like, Oh, I don't know how any of this works. X-Men three
1: alien wars. I'm here for it. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's the end of this episode though. Um, thank you for listening. We will, uh, we'll be back in a couple days. Um, if you like this show and want to support the network, go to patreon.com slash. Yes.
0: Uh, doing that, uh, benefits us directly. You can also leave, Apple podcast uh, reviews and ratings. That helps us out quite a bit as far as people finding the show. Also tell your friends, like if you dig this, Mm -hmm. if you like what we do, tell your people about it. Like, you know, your friends are probably like you and that they'll like us and what we talk about. So definitely do that um as a reminder after we finish this arc which will be in another four episodes uh we're going to pivot over to age of apocalypse so get your marvel unlimited subscriptions ready to get into some crazy fucking 90s territory i'm super excited um but before that we're going to do a feedback episode so if you want to talk about new x-men or have any questions for us or whatever you want us to read on the podcast go to daysoffuturecast.com contact uh we'll be back in a few more days to finish the fight yep stay inside read comics stay inside read comics we love you don't die bye